0: I like that analogy to somebody who had jackpot so you have gone to England or wherever and you are still struggling with us to wear Ankara <laughs> so don't struggle with us hallelujah let's appreciate them thank you very much and god bless you and let's appreciate our sweet psalmist i think i'm almost in the spirit um i came in white uh, you know the only thing is that i didn't come with my voice uh, i appreciate um, servant of god on the house and his wife bishop and uh, his darling wife and I want to salute our pastors, pastor and uh, pastor You know when we say pastor, you know who we're talking about. Please put your hands together to appreciate them. You know, each time we come here, we look back. Looks like how long ago when we were going to Pepsi. We started from uh, inside the Gongongabi. Uh, What's up? And like play, like play. Like play, like play. Like play, like play. It looked like, uh, where are we going to go? We'll see where we are. Let's appreciate God for his goodness. Over 24 years. Yes, there were storms. There were challenges. But through it all, God has kept his work. And he has prospered his work. Let's appreciate God. If you were here at the beginning, I appreciate God. I'm sure your life has not been in the same place. Father, we're so grateful. We appreciate you again, Lord, for what you have done so far and what you are doing and what you will yet do. We come together every year to celebrate your goodness, to look back and to return the glory to you. And Lord, even in it all, as we are celebrating, we are quick to know that your word matters. And we ask, O oh Lord, that you will speak to us. You gave us this theme of influence because you have something in mind, maybe many things. And Lord, even as we open the meetings tonight, Lord, you will send the words that will establish what you have spoken. Thank you, Lord God. Jesus name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. So thank you very much for inviting me and um, we are all celebrating together. I'll take a short scripture from Genesis chapter 1. Uh, I'll start from 26. Then God said, let us make man in our image." and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Before I go too far, I want to appreciate the people on the sound console. Thank you very much. I'm enjoying myself here. God bless you and the church that provided the money. (laughs) Yeah, the title of my message is Understanding influence. Understanding influence. You know, this is the first day and I'm going to try to lay foundation, you know, so that we can know what it's all about. Maybe a few things here and there so that we have no doubt about what God has in mind. Influence is defined, I'll start with the Cambridge Dictionary, as the power to have an effect on people or on things. So you can have an effect on people, you meet a person and the person cannot shake you off his mind or you met somebody, you can't take that person off your mind. Transforms your life. Influence the power to have an effect on people. So the gospel, when we preach it, is an opportunity to demonstrate influence, to have an effect on people or on things. So the fact that we're in Nigeria, we have the power to affect some things. The fact that we're in ibadan we're in Apata, we're in anywhere. We have influence as a power to have an effect on people and on things. I looked at another dictionary Merriam-Webster. It goes a bit further. It says, the power or capacity of causing an effect in indirect or intangible ways so that effect you have on people is not necessarily direct in an indirect way or sometimes in an intangible way it goes on to expand the act or power of producing an effect without apparent exertion of force or direct exercise of command. You are seated. You are not touching anything, but things are happening. Are you following me? When you develop your child, you train your child, a stage comes that You sit down and you just look at your son or your daughter and your son knows what you want him or her to do or not to do. To an onlooker, to an outsider, they can't see anything. But you have put some things in the child that when you just look in a way, the child knows what to do. Or there are times, you want to say something, we were listening We were listening to um, something said by someone. I won't go further. And listening to that speech, I said, this is what this person wants to achieve. A whole war can break out because of power that is exerted in an indirect way. And people will get up and they will do stuff just because of that influence. Influence may not seem as quick as power. Well, we're coming back to power. But it is usually longer lasting. When you direct people, you are sending them on errands, you are a terror in the office or in the home when you are there things get done if all you are using is power without influence the moment you are not there nothing gets done that's why sometimes we see ministries, we see businesses that operated in a in a wonderful way and then all of a sudden they are no more because all the Efforts were based on power. Power. I want you to know that God works most of the time by influence. God is almighty. He's all powerful. He can do stuff. Now all the things he told man to do, he could have done them. He could have, instead of making one man, he could have made billions of men. He could have put... All things in proper ways, but no. He would rather operate through influence. See, many times we talk about the power of the Holy Spirit. We talk about the dunamis power, which is the, like the dynamite, and the exousia, which is the power that comes from authority. But if you look at the Amplified, let's look at 1 um, Corinthians chapter 12, verse 3. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 3. Let's look at it in New King James. Are you going to give me? All right. Let me just take care of myself before you influence me. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus at cost. And no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Very simple. Nobody can just say these things if it is not by the Holy Spirit. But let's look at it in the Amplified. The Amplified says, therefore I want you to understand that no one speaking under the power and influence of the Holy Spirit of God can ever say Jesus because And no one can really say Jesus is my Lord Except by and under the Power and influence Of the Holy Spirit So the Holy Spirit operates with power It also operates With influence We love the power We want to see things done But God, through his spirit many times, influences people, influences things. I I, I remember when it was time for Ahab to be killed. God could have made Ahab to just sleep and, you know, just die like that. And God is saying, "Who who will encourage this guy to go to this war? And this person said, This one said that. And then an an evil spirit came and said, This is what I'll do. I'll go and speak through the mouth. I mean, because God is almighty. There were people who slept and didn't wake up. There were people who were attacked. Goliath went to war and he was killed. But God said, Can you influence this person? to go do these things. And the way he operates, he does in such a way that many times we don't know that he's the one doing the things. He said to the children of Israel that when you get to the promised land, you will remember, you will not forget that it is God that gives you the power to get wealth. Because those things will look like they're just playing out. They're just ordinary. They're just natural. And maybe in our lives we've seen things like that. Never ever forget that many times when God puts things in us, he influences us to do things and things happen. God was looking for people that he would influence, that they would make a difference. And we know, we know how he met with Abraham. Abraham. God was able to say about Abraham that I know him. I know him. That he will command his house. In other words, he will influence his household after himself to do the things that God wants done. And so when there was a separation between Lot and um, Abraham. And you know, Lot ran into trouble. And Abraham got up with the people in his household to go and rescue Lot. You know, if you really look at it, these guys that followed Abraham to go and rescue Lot were the people that Lot's people were fighting with. Do you remember that? The quarrel was between those guys, working for Lot and working for Abraham. And Abraham was able to tell those guys, come, we're going to help these guys. We're going to save them. What kind of influence? Serious one. At the time, those guys were not mature enough. They were quarrelling with their, themselves. Are you following me? And to now say, "Come, let's go. We're going to rescue those guys." That is the height of influence. They had been changed. They will have said, "Ah, uh-uh. <laughs> okay. You forgot that one. That one called the John Noel. That used to do so. and so. More, and you are now saying we should command. Are you following me? To command those guys showed that there had been a lot of influence. David led some guys. They were people in trouble. They were people that had been cast out in debt, in distress and all sorts. And he made mighty men out of them. Influence. God's design, he calls us. Do you know why he wants to bless us to make us a blessing? Do you know why he wants us to be a blessing to be able to influence? All right. Now, there are, I'm going to talk about four factors that affect influence. The first one is difference. For anything to influence another thing, there must be a difference. So when God says, come out among, from among them, separate yourself from them. Are you following me? It's to ensure that there's a difference. If there's no difference, you can't influence. Because you will just mingle together. You will just meander. You will be lost in the, in, into the situation. But because God wants us to influence, he says, come out. Don't be like them. So it is foolish when some of us in the church try to be like the world so that we can win them. God's design is a little bit different. I love the songs, I love everything here. About we are the light of the world. When light starts to behave like darkness, then it can have an influence. Salt of the earth. When salt starts to taste. Like shall I say maggi? They say somebody should not take salt. So the person changed to taking maggi. Say put maggi, put more maggi. Put more maggi. Are you following me? Jesus said, if salt will lose its taste. Some translation says saltiness it becomes useless. So the greater the difference, the more the influence. So he said, Let your light so shine. It's not a dim light. A dim light might not influence. You know, when you have a bright light, it can even blind. For a few minutes, you won't see anything. So he made the greatest light the sun, and you know, we're saying that the more the difference between us and the situation around us, the more we can influence. Arise, shine, for your light is come, for the glory of God is risen upon you. Darkness covers the people. The darker the world, the brighter we shine. Look, I've stopped bothering myself about myself about the Recession about the depression about whatever. Are you following me? Because if it's not so bad, how will God's grace so show? He wants that difference to be so great. In Hebrews chapter seven, the writer of Hebrews was writing about Melchizedek. But I like something he said in verse seven. Hebrews seven says. He says now, beyond all contradiction, the lesser is blessed by the better. He was referring to the fact that Melchizedek blessed Abraham. All right? And he was making the point that Melchizedek must have been greater than Abraham for him to bless. Are you following me? Without any contradiction. You need to be better, are you following me, to bless the world. So that's why God calls us to be with him. He called the apostles to be with him. And spend time with him before sending them out. You need to become better with him, are you following me? Whatever ramification, whatever uh, variable you want to look at, God's design is that we will be the better so darkness will cover the world. But the light of God in us will so shine that they cannot ignore us. A few months ago, we were talking about Jacob. How, you know, he was so blessed. You know, we talked about Isaac. He was so blessed. He went forward. He became great until he became so great. The nation said, you are mightier than us. At the end, they said, let us have a, a treaty. Let's have an agreement. So you have to be so wise. Are you following me? To influence the foolish. Daniel was seven times wiser. Are you following me? I mean we need to understand that influence comes from the magnitude of God's grace in us. So when God blesses us, when God increases us, it's to help us influence. That people will listen. people will listen. The poor will be easily influenced by the rich. Are you following me? So God will bless you to be rich so that you can influence the poor. I will never forget one day we went for a burial somewhere. And um, two guys met on a narrow bridge. The man who had a right of way had an old car. An old car. rickety. And the man who met him on the thing had a better car, obviously a richer man. Even if you see the man, you know, he was obviously richer. And, um, you know, people were trying to, uh, you know, speak to the man with the poor car that please reverse, uh, (laughs) reverse for, you know, reverse. You know, they didn't really put it like that. One man just came like that. He said, Reverse, respect to who? Ah! Eventually, the man had to reverse it. Because, I mean, nobody talked to the rich man who was on the wrong side. Are you following me? They were talking to the poor man, reverse. So, God knows that the more the difference, the more the influence. So, The healthy will influence the sick. So he makes us strong. He makes us healthy. So that people will say, look, I will hold, they will say they they will hold this cat of him that is a Jew. We want to go with you. We can see that God is with you. That's God's design. That we will transform situations. I have no doubt that people that have been watching this church from a distance and, you know, Progressively they come nearer. The happy are to influence the sad. So when sadness covers people, you know, you run with the joy of the Lord. Number two. Factors that affect influence, direction. Influence is like a like a vector quantity. It has magnitude and it has Direction. So, we talk about osmosis in biology, the migration of, you know, materials, molecules from a region of high concentration to a region of low concentration through semipermeable Those who still remember, semipermeable membrane. Have you seen it before? You? you know, that's the kind of Membrane around the eggshell Okay So we're saying there's a direction When it gets to influence Influence can move In directions Just as the good Can influence the bad The bad can influence the good That's why God tells us To keep our Hearts with Diligence Balaam called Balak to curse the children of Israel. And, um, you know, he couldn't curse them. But he gave a clue, gave a suggestion to Balaam. He said, Lure them, bring evil, suggest sin to them. So we see that influence is directional. You are not to allow evil to overcome good but overcome evil with good because you can operate in such a way that you get like the world. sometimes we hear prayers in church that we wonder whether it is church I've said it I don't know whether I've said it here there was a day I was in Ota and I was sleeping and um, I think there was no light so where I was sleeping it was hot and the window I had to open the window and things like that, and I had some people praying. Ha! It was like it's like you stumbled on the coven of witches. The way they were praying. You know? Ah, I, I said, Are these people praying? Are you following me? I'm saying that God or keep your heart with all diligence. Because the more you become like the world, the less influential you are. The reason they don't listen to us many times is because we have taken from them. I also remember the day we went to Q for Fuel. I'll never forget. I killed for Fuel. Mobile at Bodhija Junction. And um, it was sunny. I mean, these things Midday. I don't know. God will help us. In fact, sometimes I say jokingly, if I'm God, I would have been tired of Nigeria. A kill day in the corner. You know, as we are coming out of one, we are going to another one. We have another one. Anyway, we were queuing. The queues of nowadays is a, is is a child's faith. I mean, before God, a man. <laughs> before God, a man. Why you alone Those queues, eh? <clears throat> so I was in the car. And then I saw two people speaking, one woman and the other woman. This other woman that was speaking was Rotundus. You know what it is? Somebody's Rotundus, not tall and uh, not slim. Rotundus. Just like that. And she was just saying to the person, said that, Ma jie 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 lodo baba. You know? The slip disappeared from my eye. <laughs> And that's how she was. And uh, I didn't get where to buy. <laughs> well, you see, look, as the church, we have to be careful many times that our strategy, our approach is different from the, church, from the world if we are to influence. Some of us have been around church for a long time, but just around church, but not really, really in. But I always say, it, I saw different things in our pastor. Unfortunately, I still see churches doing those things that you want to raise money and you go and call Alaga, you go and paint and you go and call people and you are doing all kinds of things to raise money in church. Without looking at scriptures, how did Moses raise money in the wilderness? How did David and Solomon raise money? How did Nehemiah? All these people. I mean, there are things in scripture. Even Jesus said they need not depart. Are you following me? And then we are copying. We are looking at things and ah. So one day we wanted to. Inv- we are having an anniversary. The household of. The governor of your State, then, they were coming to wine branch, and ah, yeah, we will invite the your High Excellency. What did they call the First Lady? Did they call them High Excellency or your whatever? So those people said we will bring her. We going call this and that, and the pastor said, where is she going to sit? Eh, of course now. We will bring, uh, you know what some of us had in mind? You go and bring tea from home. You know how they do now. Bring the settee, put it in front in, and uh, that the person will come and uh, even a uh, large as long as he has money. And pastor said, just open that place in James for us. We looked at it. The thing has been there all the while. The only thing is this, we were walking in the direction of the world. He says somebody comes into the church in a dirty apparel, you say, you sit down there, somebody comes in a godly apparel, you say, you come and sit in front, that it is sin. Q.E.D. That was how we did not invite Mrs. Nwosu. Alright? So I'm saying, influence is directional. As we can influence people positively, they can also influence us negatively. Go and look at a lot of things in the in the Islamic world. In fact, I saw one person, an Islamic preacher, who was praying over oil, praying over water. Uh-uh. are you following me? Laying hands on people. I, I, have you ever seen those videos? Somebody, who, are you following me? We're saying influence is vector. There can be positive influence. There can be negative influence. Number three, influence is affected by duration. It is directly proportional to time. If you want to change a person, the more time you spend, the more you are likely to influence the person. If you have a habit and you want to break the habit, Spend time on it. At least do it like 21 times, they say. And then you may forget that bad habit or you may take that good habit. Moses was before God for 40 days and 40 nights. The Bible said his face did shone. But we all behold as in a mirror the glory of God and we are changed into the same image. The more time we spend with something, the more we are influenced by it. And if God has laid something in your heart to work on, to get resolved, don't think it will be overnight. Alright? So don't despise the days of little. Just keep at it. Since we should keep doing the good things because we will reap in due season. We should not faint. So I'm saying, influence takes time. Well, the good thing is this, whereas the spectacular could be immediate, but it doesn't last. But the one that is based on influence, it is longer lasting. So, you start reading the Bible, observe Quiet time. You check your bank account. Mm-hmm. There's no change. It's still like the same thing. You check again one month. Ah, this thing. But do you know there are places they will say go and bring so many candles. Go and bring so many eggs. So bring so, and they will make something for you. And then, bus. I'm saying we need time. For influence. We need time. But once you know this is the direction that God wants you to go. Just keep at it. The apostles spent time with Jesus. Alright. After a time, he had another set. Like 70. Okay. He spent time. We see Luke's gospel that they might be with him. And that he might send them. So don't be in a hurry to do things. Don't be in a hurry. Um, I mean, pastor used to say this. You want to go fast, go alone. You want to go far, go with someone. All right? Get more people involved. That's God's design. When he said be fruitful, multiply. He wasn't just talking about begetting children. Multiply yourself. Make more people like you. That's why we, he says, making disciples of all nations. Making disciples. Transforming the sheep into shepherds. So the things that you hear from me, commit to other faithful people who will commit them to other people. Because that's God's design. And God has found that that design works. It works. It works. If you want to start from the big and then just show stuff, then you're not looking for what will last. So the more, you, the more time you spend, the more the influence you get. If you, if, if you look at Vine Branch as an example, I know there were people in the early days of Vine Branch who pulled back. This is a church. They don't have any building. They're going to try to build. Ah, You better go and come back when they have built their building. And uh, we made an attempt at one time to get um, the license from the federal ministry to conduct wedding. You know, when they say that the truth is bitter, which The people who were sent—they came to inspect vine branch. You you guys want to—you want to be mining in this place? They looked at (laughs) the—they refused. They—they—they—they—they—they gave us zero. We were very angry with them. We were very angry with them. Influence takes time. And then we invited the man of God. He came. He didn't say anything. He waited for us to grow. He said he saw our big signboard. <laughs> he said he saw the big signboard. And then he saw the church. It was so small. The signboard was so long that it was the, le- <laughs> it was the land of the church. Abmokbaro? The V, very Gadagba. I, vine branch. By the time we got to... Now that we are big, we are making small signboards. Kilo (laughs) Day? We were so quick, we were so eager to make influence, to make impact, to do so and so. Are you following me? Influence takes time. The same people that you can talk to at a particular stage and may overlook you. I remember we went to a church. We wanted to borrow their verse, uh, their baptistry. I won't mention the church. So can we come and baptize people here? The said, who, "Who are these people? Come and baptize people here." He bounced us. One day, pastor invited that person many many years after to come and preach in Vine Branch. The man didn't talk about uh, bouncing us. But you see, the point is this. You may not have it now. Are you following me? If you are walking with God's words, he knows that the more you are different from the world, the more you'll be able to influence them. He will provide it. He will provide it. The last factor I want to talk about is domain. Domain. Influence is affected by Difference. Influence is direct- affected by your direction, it's affected by duration, it's affected by domain. Look, there's a domain for everyone. The domain of your influence is different from the domain of my influence. If I try to operate in your influence area, or what you call the sphere of influence, I won't get the result that you will get. But God has prepared everyone for a domain of influence. He wants us to go into the world and make a difference. He knows that the world is full of different kinds of people. And so it will require different kinds of giftings, different kinds of grace to make an impact, to influence the world. So he's busy preparing different people for different domains. Don't envy anybody. Are you following me? You just stay focused on your domain. Or let me even say find out your domain. Everyone that God mentioned their names before they were born, God may declare what they were to do. Even Samson, even Samson, Once the name is mentioned, this is what this person is to do. All right? John the Baptist, Moses. You see, when you see this, one person, another person, Jeremiah said, Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. What did God know? It was his domain, his purpose. I ordained you to be a prophet. So, if you are out of your place, you may not be able to influence. Are you following me? If you look at even pastors, mega pastors, they have different, they have different domains. There are people who love the way Geo preaches. There are people who love the way Bishop Adepo preaches. That's what they, you know they don't understand it. They don't understand it And there's no problem Because everybody should just stay On his assignment There's an Eden for you There was an an encounter In Luke's gospel chapter 10 Luke chapter 10 One young man Came to meet Jesus Let me read from verse 25 Luke 10 And behold a certain lawyer stood up and tested him. That's it. He's saying teacher. What shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him. Jesus said to him. What is written in the law? What is your reading of it? How do you read what is in the law? So the guy answered and said. You shall love the Lord your God. With all your heart. With all your soul. And with all your strength. And with all your your mind. Okay, usually mind and soul. And he says, and your neighbor as yourself. So Jesus answered him, You have answered rightly. Do this and you will live. But he, wanting to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? And who is my neighbor? Now, Jesus told him the story that we call the good Samaritan. Said so somebody was going somewhere and this had happened. And at the end, in verse 37, because of time, Jesus said, sorry, 36. So Jesus asked him, so which of these three do you think was neighbor to him who fell among the thieves? Now, I want to say something. The guy asked, who is my neighbor? Jesus gave him a parable and then said, who was that person's neighbor? Greek is close to Latin. There are two kinds of past tense. All right? The past tense that Jesus answered him, who was his neighbor, is different from the perfect past tense for those who studied grammar. It's different. It is, it is like, what you can say, past continuous. The man answered the question in the present tense. Jesus gave him a story and asked, answered him in the past tense. You see, According to the Torah, according to what they knew in the Old Testament, their neighbor was the person who was like a member of the tribe, ethnic group, nearby, geographically close to you. All right? So when they read this law of God, they believed it was your neighbor is a person, your Obama next door. Are you following me? But Jesus now gave him the story. And showed him people who were expected to be godly. People who were expected to be the ones that should do it. But a person who was not really a neighbor. A Samaritan, for those who don't know, they were the, you know, the adulterated tribes of Israel. They looked down on them. When they were writing about Jesus passing through Samaria. The Bible said he he needed to pass through. It wasn't somewhere they went. But Jesus made it clear. It is not a question of your neighbor is who is close to you. Your neighbor is who you can help. Are you following me? So when the Bible says to him that knows to do good and does not do it, to him, it is sin. We begin to understand God expects us to have influence, not necessarily on those who are nearby, not necessarily on those who are like us, not necessarily on those who lend themselves to us, but those that we know we can help. And what's the basis of our help? Based on what God has given us. To whom much is given, much is expected. This anniversary is about challenging us. Nobody can stop your light from shining. You're the one that can stop it. By refusing to shine. By refusing to step out. Are you with me? Influence is waiting for you in your domain. In your domain. There are things that God has equipped you to do. But I see a sad thing, that people copy others, and they miss their domain. They do things because people are doing those things. You see, look. I run business. I teach business. There's nothing I dislike as a Christian coming to ask me, "What business can we do? You do business with nika shebai, kine invest shebai, ilu." look at the person you know the way I look at it is like you coming to meet me and say who who can I marry can I marry so you know as ridiculous as it is to say you're a matchmaker that's how I say don't copy anybody to do anything are you following me you yield yourself to God God's design is that you will affect the world. Replenish the earth, subdue it, have dominion. And there are different domains that are waiting for us. Alright, I'm saying that you have a domain of influence. Your influence will be magnified based on the difference between you and the world. The direction that God wants you to go. It will be obvious As you spend time with God in what you're doing, but you must find you're there. On Sunday for us in Mokola, Pastor Dr. was speaking, and he was talking about Pastor talking about you're there. As children of God, we've got to find our there. We got to find our domain. We've got to find our domain. It may be difficult in the beginning. Are you following me? But once we know that this is the will of God, we should not faint. We will reap in due season. Let's bow our heads in prayer. If you need God to direct you, Because it's like the last, the domain determines how you grow. When you find yourself in your domain, you will grow like the cedars of Lebanon. Because that is really what makes you planted in the courts of your God. Being where God wants you to be. For some, it will be in ministry, for some, it will be in agriculture. For some, it will be in health, in education, in engineering, in whatever. But please locate your domain. And ask God to help you. Oh, Father, Lord God, I ask on this day, first day of the conference, of this anniversary, that, Lord, people will go away with that consciousness that you have something in mind. You have something in mind. Something that we will use for them. That they will go away from crumbs on the table. I believe you, everyone will find their domain in Jesus' name. So as a child of God, please move away. Ruth was going from farm to farm. He was gleaning and they were blessing him. They were dropping stuff from him. Many Christians are happy with the gleanings. With the droppings, with the small favors. But now he said, Shall I not ensure your divine settlement? I'm putting it in our balance for this year. Believe God to set you. You're here today. You have not given your life to Jesus. But that's the beginning of the journey. You want to influence the world, you need to get into Him, into His family. If you want to say yes to Jesus, just raise your hand. Please let there be less movement and let eyes be short. Please let eyes be short. You want to say yes to Jesus? Please raise your hand wherever you are. You are tired of an ordinary life. I believe somebody's here, you are always falling sick. You're always falling sick. It's like regular. But God wants to I'm not saying you have to give your life to Christ As as a matter of fact I believe you are a Christian But you are always falling sick But God wants to use you to influence other people You cannot influence people positively when you are sick But when you show the health of God He took our stripes wherein we are healed Who are you? Just raise your hand I pray for you But anyone that wants to give his life to Christ Raise your hand so I can pray for you can't see any hand, if you are raising your hand please raise it, oh I see your hand, I see your hand I release your virtue Lord to transform that story to transform that situation that Lord God your children indeed will be examples I receive grace for them, I receive virtue for them, in Jesus name Amen Amen just continue to speak to God. If you are born again, I believe, I think you are born again, but continue to speak to God that you are to influence the world for him. Let, let's pray for the church. Father, we thank you. We appreciate you, Lord, for this great work of yours in this place. This oasis is in this desert. And Lord God, I pronounce your blessing upon them. That Lord God, indeed, they will be very different in the name of Jesus. And they will become influential, more influential in the name of Jesus. I believe you, Lord God, notable people will sneak in. They will ask, I want to see the pastor more and more than we have experienced in the name of Jesus. And Lord, God, through this place, great revival will continue to show in this part of town. Father, we are grateful we exalt your holy name in Jesus name